Hello and welcome back to Psyche Arrows and Duck Psychology. I'm your hostess, Dr. Alita. It's wonderful to have you. In case you are tuning in for the first time and have not heard episode one or two, I do encourage you to listen to those first as one is building upon the other in terms of what's extracted and how I am choosing to play with the messages from the stories that we've previously dissected together. In this episode, I am going to unite the character of Eve that we spoke of in the first episode as we went through the creation story in Genesis's garden of Eden. And I'm also going to unite her with Persephone from the ancient Greek myth that we extrapolated in the second episode. These last two episodes focused on their bites, where Eve gets seduced to eat the forbidden fruit, which inevitably leads to her bondage and material corporeality. And Persephone, who eats the pomegranate, which binds her in committing and being forced almost to return to the underworld every year during the fall and winter. The theme in this episode is not the bite, it is the fall. Eve falls from grace. Not only grace, but God's grace. Persephone falls from the middle world and into the underworld through her abduction. When was a time that you fell? And I don't mean literally like falling on your butt, but a time you fell into seduction or infatuation or gluttony or wrath. A time you made a decision that inevitably cast you into the underworld. What do you sense are some of the differences between Eve and Persephone? Eve has to wear the burden of her sin by coming to know the qualities of shame. It is spoken in Genesis 3-7. We learn that Eve and Adam both had their eyes opened after eating the fruit and that they sewed fig leaves together to cover their shame. Eve's fall led her into a self-imposed need to hide. She hid her body behind leaves. When Persephone gets abducted by Hades, she moves from a realm where the sun shines, that beautiful middle world that we all embrace during daytime, and into a place where there is no light, just darkness. Could this be a form of her hiding? We kind of get the idea that the underworld for Persephone is not entirely that bad. She does become queen down here, and she does return year after year rather than abdicating this commitment she made to Hades. She never runs off during fall to hide in the forest or swim in the seas. 
Rather, she diligently descends to visit her husband and find comfort in the abode of which she is queen of. Typical of the patriarchal paradigm, we know that Eve's fall led into subservience to her husband, Adam, and into getting cursed by God. This biting of the fruit then becomes the reason for why she experiences labor pains and birth, as Genesis reads. While it was Adam who was first told to stay away from this fruit, it's not uncommon for cultures of Christianity to place blame on the woman for the fall of man. This blame can easily become internalized in women as shame and further their long legacy of subservience to man. There is a part of Eve that while disobedient and originally eating the fruit, she becomes pretty extremely obedient to men and to patriarchy. Persephone, however, bravely ascends and descends in finessed poetic movements and circular rhythms on earth and sky. She's both duality and non-duality. She takes the poison from her descent, learning about the taboos and repression of the middle realm, the human world, After all, where do these repressions go but none other than the place of the underworld? As she learns about these repressed aspects of truth, she alchemizes them, blooming them upwards in spring through teachings and art and other mediums of which she boldly employs. Both of these archetypes of Persephone and Eve are fertile. There's no doubt about that. How do you experience your own fertility? And how do you engage with your falls? Do you hide in shame? Or do you pull from these experiences and use them as soil for your creations? It is important to extend compassion for others and ourselves when we, quote-unquote, sin, or to use semantics of the secular folk when we make a mistake. Forever being burdened by shame does no one any good, as shame is paralyzing to the body and to the psyche. Eve can teach us compassion And Persephone can teach us empowerment. The darkness does not need to keep us in bondage. Rather, we can emerge from it into the light of spring, our internal spring, and alchemize experiences into medicine and nutrients for a thirsty and hungry world. Thank you for tuning in today. 
to the amplification of Eve and Persephone as archetypes within the personal and collective psyche. I'm your host, Dr. Alita. It was a blast musing with you, and I look forward to mingling again soon.